Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Super Mercado Brothers Video Game Music Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us, everyone. This is the podcast where we share and discuss the very best in video game music. My name is Carl Brueggemann. And I'm his brother, Will Brueggemann. I'm so excited for today's episode because we're going to be highlighting on uh, a series of video games with soundtracks by one of our favorite composers, Jake Kaufman. Absolutely. This is the Shantae series of video games. This is such an awesome series musically. It has a very strong Middle Eastern connotation throughout the series, but it also has plenty of opportunities for Jake to get funky and groovy and dancey. And so I think for that reason, we are going to have an absolute blast as we journey through this entire series. Completely. Yeah, any excuse to play Jake Kaufman music is uh, a really exciting day for me. Right? Yeah, we're going to have an awesome time listening to some groovy, groovy music. What you guys are hearing right now is a track from Shantae Risky's Revenge, which was the first game since the original. So there was original game on the Game Boy, and then many years later, um, there was this game, Risky's Revenge, and all all the entries in this series were composed by Jay Kaufman. This was the first kind of modern-sounding entry. This is Burning Town, and this is a theme that is one of the most, uh, I guess, popular and Uh, reused themes in the series. Every single game, I believe, uh, has this theme, and every single new soundtrack that comes out, it's fun to kind of hear how Jake is going to hearken to this theme and add more instruments and do it in a slightly different way. So that was Burning Town. Love this track. All right, let's move on to the first game in the series. So we're going to go back in time from what you just heard to Shantae. Now, this came out for the Game Boy in 2002. Let's take a listen to a couple pieces of music from the original. The first is called Sequin Land East Day Travel. Here we go. You guys are listening to Sequin Land East Day Travel from Shantae, the original Game Boy game that was released in 2002, so I'm assuming Game Boy Color, uh, composed by Jake Kaufman. Um, and it's so wonderful to hear Jake on the actual Game Boy hardware because, as you might expect, he's pushing it to the limits here. It's so expressive, it really reminds me of the series music, you know, that we got used to hearing, you know, as of late, the modern soundtracks that that I would buy on Bandcamp. It's really feels <laughs> similar to that. So it's cool to kind of to kind of go back to where it all uh, started. I actually uh, up until preparing for this episode, I hadn't actually heard the original Game Boy Shantae soundtrack. So this is such a treat. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, truly innovative and expressive writing. 
on the Game Boy hardware. That use of that sort of arpeggiation setting is very prototypical um, of a more advanced chip tuner sound, and that's mm-hmm. something that I think a lot of us associate with Jake Kaufman. Um, but it's really wonderful that this series. Um, Unlike uh, some other things that Jake has worked on, it's not uh, you know a pastiche to retro video game music. It really has its roots on that old school hardware, which is right. is a really cool thing and sort of a nice precedent for today's episode. I think we have to mention musically the kind of Middle Eastern Arabic influence in terms of uh, what we're hearing in the melodic line. There's the use of that augmented second leap, which is that interval that um, exists in that Arabian scale, which is why we sort of associate it with being from that region. It's Mm -hmm. a technique we've talked about a lot, and it pops up all over the place in uh, video game music. Um, But I think it's safe to say a lot of these soundtracks will use that device quite liberally. Yeah, they use it. He uses it a lot. But what's so cool is he always mixes it with some other influences. And one of the things that we're going to hear as we go on later today is there's always like a very strong dance influence. And whether or not it's Western or Eastern, um, having a dance connotation or having kind of that combination of dance music as well as maybe more traditional Middle Eastern melodies is what makes it feel video gaming and what makes it feel so fresh. So we're going to listen to that and enjoy that as we go on. All right, let's play one more track, how about, from the original game. Now, this is cool. This is a melody that also appears in every single Shantae game, at least so far. Uh, It's it's probably one of the most beautiful, like, ballad-like melodies in the game. And I was kind of toying today as far as, like, what versions do I play from each of these themes? Do I play it from the original? Do mm-hmm. I play it from, you know, Half Genie Hero? Right, How do I decide? Right. I decided to play this from the original Game Boy. And I definitely recommend that you guys, if you haven't, listen to all of these soundtracks in full. And you'll hear this theme come back. Uh, I think in the most recent entry, it's with soprano saxophone. So maybe that will give you guys a little context here. <laughs> Let's take a listen to Welcome to Watertown. You guys are listening to Welcome to Watertown by Jake Kaufman from Shantae for the Game Boy Color, which was again released in 2002. This is such a beautiful melody. I really want to talk about how he implements it here on the Game Boy. There's so many um, kind of fast moving colors and he's using that arpeggiation technique that was popularized by, you know, some of the demo scene people and then, you know, also by, you know, composers like the Fallen Brothers. 
Um, so this is kind of in the wake of a lot of that music being in the ether. So it's, it's really cool to hear like a modern, and when we're talking about Game Boy, this is very, very modern, 2002. A modern take on, you know, how to arrange, how to orchestrate this very pretty emotional ballad melody. Uh, it's definitely is so much more complicated than how someone would have done it like in 1989 or something. Right. I mean, the, the, the principles of how to program synths and give them unique characters, almost creating instruments out of them, uh, really has to do with like three factors. One of them is the, the shape of the volume curve or basically how the instrument responds. These are the things that have to do with attack, decay, sustain, those types of things. Um, and then timbre chooses what kind of square or pulse sound we're hearing. And that gives us the impression of, oh, is this going to sound like a clarinet versus an oboe? Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. Um, through his utilization of those very few customizable options, he's able to create the impression of different instruments. You have that right. very precise, deliberate, almost pluck sounding instrument for the arpeggios. And then the melodic instrument has a very slow acting volume curve. So it's almost mm-hmm. vocal in how it sounds. There's no precise attack. Yeah. Right. Each note attack um, sort of fades into it. Um, and it's a very pure almost sine wave sort of a sound. Well, I'm excited to move on to the more modern entry. So really all we have in this series so far is we have four games. And these last three, you know, other than the Game Boy one, all have a very similar kind of uh, sonic palette. So let's move on to Shantae Risky's Revenge. And once again, what you heard playing in was the, was the tune Burning Town. Now we're going to take a listen to another theme that is used in, I think, every single game. And it has a very strong Middle Eastern connotation, but it's also it also has that a little bit of that dance element too. Now, not not Western in this one. Um, this one feels a little bit more authentic through and through. But man, is it catchy! Let's take a listen to Scuttle Town from Risky's Revenge. <laughs> You guys listening to Scuttletown from Risky's Revenge, composed by Jake Kaufman. And this probably is maybe one of the most authentic, authentically Middle Eastern pieces of music. It really feels like something that you would hear in like a Bollywood film. Uh, but obviously it's maybe a little bit more over the top and kind of winking at the player. Um, it's so mm-hmm. catchy though. This melody is one that you hear in the series, not, not just in the Scuttletown arrangements, because, you know, Scuttletown uh, 
that particular title is something that comes back. But you kind of hear it hearken to all over the place in this series, and it's just... It's just one of the best themes, I think, in the Shantae series. Well, in addition to the melodic elements, um, we also have that. Per- we also have slightly more authentic uh, percussion sounds and that harmonic progression. Uh, the sort of going back and forth mm-hmm. between a major chord built on the one and then a major chord a half step higher than that. Sure. Uh, That progression happens a lot in this kind of music and it's to allow for some of those chromatic intervals that I mentioned before. Mm -hmm. uh, The inclusion of that augmented second, uh, that harmonic progression sort of allows for those moments. Right. Yeah, another thing that's really cool, starting with Risky's Revenge and, and definitely moving on to the other two entries, he, he's starting to use a really fun combination of real-world instruments, virtual instruments, as well as FM synth and other old-school synth sounds. And that combination is what makes it feel like video game music. It, right. It also makes it really, really kind of hard-hitting and groovy. And we're going to get even more hard-hitting, like, dance music as we move on. So, okay, let's play one more track from Risky's Revenge. And this is a pretty intense uh, piece of music. It comes near the end of the soundtrack. It's called The Final Challenge. It's pretty blood pumping. Let's take a listen to this. You guys are listening to The Final Challenge from Shantae Risky's Revenge, composed by Jake Kaufman, also known as Vert. This is incredibly epic. There's there's a really good boss theme that's featured in Risky's Revenge that I really thought about playing, and it's really cool. It's really rocking. Um, I was glad that we were able to have some sort of track that features this kind of boss-like energy, because Jake Kaufman is such a master of writing this kind of really aggressive, um, intense conflict music and so I was really glad to get that side of Risky's Revenge and again there's so many awesome pieces of music in all of these soundtracks we don't have time to play everything today so we really highly recommend you guys um, check out all of these now as we go on I'm gonna maybe kind of let you guys know what are some of my personal favorites uh, as, as we go we haven't gotten to my my favorite soundtrack yet but this is this is really awesome uh, battle music. Yeah, I agree. What, what's so great about the palette for this game is that yeah, it almost feels like Game Boy Advance music in HD or something <laughs> because you have the I guess you would say c- 
compressed sample sound that kind of reminds me of Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. And you have that synth element, which is why it reminded me of Game Boy Advance. But everything's a little bit higher fidelity. And like you mentioned, Carl, you have some more just modern sounding instruments and occasional live performance but the palette is very unique and you're totally right it just screams video game yeah. particularly the composition of this piece it it just feels so iconoclastic to that mm-hmm. video game action sound that is the type of thing that i wouldn't necessarily even be able to articulate apart from just hearing it but once all these elements are together i start to notice oh wow that that kind of synth line is like yeah that just feels like uh classic game music the use of the low octave piano Mm -hmm. um that's something that comes from i guess older film music traditions sure Uh, but hearing it in that kind of compressed uh snes or game boy advance sounding sample um really feels right in the pocket for this type of thing yeah one thing that's interesting is every entry uh that jake scored he got more and more comfortable with with establishing a sound for the series and when to have a, a combination of middle eastern and western sounds and when to just completely abandon that and go in a different direction and it gets to it gets to be really entertaining when you're listening to an entire soundtrack because there are these moments where it feels like okay we're still in the middle east but then there are moments when it, it totally doesn't and I'm actually really grateful for that because I think it could get a little bit taxing, a little bit exhausting if he would stay in one field for too long. So that's definitely the case in the next game we're going to move to. And this happens to be my favorite soundtrack out of the bunch. This is Shantae in the Pirate's Curse. Um, Yeah, this was actually the first one that I was familiar with. It came out in 2014. So this was a few years ago. Um, And I can't speak for Risky's Revenge. I know that this was a a Kickstarter-backed game as well as the most recent one so this soundtrack is definitely bigger than risky's revenge and i just think it's it's really awesome it's a little bit funkier and he kind of goes farther in the different directions of influence and there's also a a really nice tradition where the title theme which we're not going to play from this we're going to play from half genie hero is super orchestral and imaginative and kind of really kind of gets you into the mindset of this game Mm -hmm. the next thing you hear is what we're going to play first it's the file select theme from shantae and the pirate's curse Listening to this soundtrack, it's so clear that Jake Kaufman is so confident and comfortable making the music to the series at this point. I think with Risky's Revenge, it was a challenge to try to convert the stuff he did for the Game Boy into more of a lush soundscape. But here, I don't know, he's just, you can tell he's just, for this track, it's just a funk, it's just a dance track. Like, there's not really any Middle Eastern 
connotations at all in this. And I know that's kind of what keeps you guessing when you're listening to this soundtrack. It's just really what it just feels like classic Jay Kaufman here. Well, and I think it's something that he was probably borrowing influence from some of his favorite video games and favorite game soundtracks where as much as there is a kind of consistent lifeblood or sound to a particular series, it always seems like the first and foremost element for a lot of game composers was just that each individual song or each individual tune had its own fun musical identity, especially right. just retro game music didn't seem to take itself too seriously in that it was mm-hmm. always willing to indulge in some sort of danciness or grooviness or just fun. And I think that element of fun is the thing that Jake Kaufman captures most in his music. And that's to me why it reminds us so much of that old school game music even when you know sonically it's doing something that can feel quite modern sure well now we're going to move on to for me it's a quintessential piece of music in the Shantae series it's called Trip Through Sequin Land again from Pirate's Curse we're going to play a lot of tracks guys from these last two games because I really think that is where the best stuff lies it's where he's really shining and uh, yeah Pirate's Curse and Half Genie Hero which is the, the final game or the most recent game are just incredible scores so we're gonna play a lot of it this feels like it it's kind of borrowing elements from burning town or uh scuttle town right um but it's kind of doing it in a little bit of a different light let's take a listen to trip through sequin land guys are listening to Trip Through Sequin Land from Shantae and the Pirate's Curse, composed by Jay Kaufman. This is such a wonderful conglomeration of so many great video game music traditions. There are definitely elements of it that feel like Castlevania. Uh, there's obviously just some some clear kind of Middle Eastern uh, vibes through and through. But then there's kind of the groovy, dancey FM synth coming in and, and just giving like a really solid bed for those lines to dance on top of. There's also some really good classical counterpoint um, happening, some call and response. It's just a really well-composed track that has like almost everything going for it. Well, towards the end of the form of the A or B section, there's this moment that feels like it's sort of a trip through sequence land. Uh, <laughs> there's like this uh, classically voiced melodic sequence that happens, which uh, again, a, a sequence is when you have a series of notes and you take them in a sort of 
you take them in a strict fashion and just transpose them up or down depending on the chord progression it, that technique is da 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 that type of idea where it's the same melodic nugget brought down it's something that <laughs> it's something that many great melodies utilize and it's something we hear in some Jake Kaufman music and I think it's because of a lot of his classical influence and what I love is even though this is having that Arabian folk music sound mixed with you know the funk and jazz elements we still get a little bit of his classical side with some of the harmonies and that's what really reminds me of Shovel Knight and that's the thing that I just can't get enough of. It's just incredible. Alright guys, let's move into a track that we've played before. So the melody we've played in Risky's Revenge, Scuttletown we're now going to hear the first variation on something we've heard and I thought this was important because this is one of the most important themes in the series and it really is cool to hear how he kind of adds to it every single time around so let's take a listen to Scuttletown from Shantae in the Pirate's Curse <laughs> Now we're really getting into some of the good stuff here, guys. This is Scuttletown from Shantae and the Pirate's Curse, composed by Jake Kaufman. I really do think this is kind of the soundtrack that he really comes into his own in this series. As far as having its own style, its own sound, that only sounds like Jake Kaufman. It's so clear when you're listening to this that you're listening to a Jake score. Uh, it's, it's so melodic and catchy and fun and groovy, but the production is really, really solid. And there's just this sense of... There's almost like dubstep elements in terms of the bass instrument. Oh, yeah. And there's just this sense of humor throughout all of it that is just infectious. Sure. <laughs> yeah, that sense of humor is an important element to, I guess you could say, his personality or his sound as a composer, mm-hmm. um, which really isn't one thing because he is quite versatile. Uh, yeah. You could say something that creates his sound as a composer is diversity and freedom from barring from different elements which is something that is a which is something that's an aspect of lots of classic sure. game music. Uh, yeah, this piece is so rhythmic. Hearing it a second time on the episode, I think is especially effective because all of the original elements are quite clear yeah. and become even more appreciated on a second listen. Exactly. And the aspects that are of a higher fidelity really stick out. And then the kind of rhythmic, modern production, dubstepy sounds mm-hmm. really help to 
fit into this sense of groove and pocket that make it feel almost like a brand new piece of music. I'm glad we're able to do that because to me that's one of the most exciting things about this series is hearing those themes that you've heard before but every single time he's like amping them up more and more and he's outdoing himself and hey that's going to happen again in the next track which is this week's track of the week. This is We Love Burning Town. So this is the melody that we heard opening the episode. Uh, We heard the Risky's Revenge version of Burning Town. Now we're going to hear the Pirate's Curse version. And it's so wonderful. It's definitely, in my opinion, the definitive version of this theme. It starts out um, in a way that's a little bit familiar. We get a lot more dance elements. And then we get new pieces of music, new sections that are just straight up disco. And it's just so much fun. Let's take a listen to We Love Burning Town. So yeah, this is one of the best things I've ever heard in my life. Okay, I'm done. We just play the next track. (laughs) (laughs) What else do you have to say? It's just, it's the best thing ever. It's the best. Well, I mean, I I think we get paid the big bucks to to say the things that we have to say. (laughs) Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, no, okay. So one of the reasons why this is track of the week is because... I think most people would agree that Burning Town and Scuttle Town are maybe the most uh, iconic themes of the series, one of the reasons why he keeps using them over and over again. So I knew that one of those themes was probably going to be Track of the Week, but this version of it really has everything going for it. You get all the melodic material that you've come to love in a way that's so, like, just blood pumping, but then he gets into that final section, which is just disco, with the grooviest syncopated FM bass, like, ever and then he has this really awesome like stevie wonder kind of like what is that melodica or harmonica or something uh man i was worried that we were gonna fangirl out a little bit too much and my fears are confirmed oh yeah uh <laughs> how do you not, we love though? jay kaufman how do you we not? absolutely adore his music because uh he's doing something that just He's doing something that no one else is doing, and if he is doing something that others are doing, he's doing it better. <laughs> he absolutely you know, is. I, something I notice has sort of been a staple of a lot of his recent soundtracks 
is the influence of disco in of like 70s music mm-hmm. uh, seems to be something that he's just been really into in general right uh and that influence into this track uh starts a little bit in more of a subtle way and by the time yes. you get to that b section and we're off. just indulging in that really beautiful string melody mm-hmm. with those kind of jazz chords it's a moment that just made me smile and laugh because it's such a willing departure from the yeah right um Oh, I love it so much. All right, guys, we're going to play three more tracks from Pirate's Curse because it's definitely good enough to do so. This is called Rave in the Grave, also known as Zombie Island, and it features a really strong FM bass again, kind of this nice FM synth presence in this track that makes it just feel classic to me. So let's take a listen to Rave in the Grave, composed by Jake Kaufman. You guys are listening to Rave in the Grave, Zombie Island from Shantae and the Pirate's Curse. This is so catchy. This is another one that feels like it could fit in the um, Castlevania series. It kind of reminds me of Yuzo Koshiro's work. He did that one DS Castlevania game, uh-huh. and he kind of combined a little bit of like dancey elements mixed with that kind of Baroque That's a good prelude, point. and that's what this reminds me of. Yeah, I, I think it's an interesting choice uh, for this zombie stage to use classical music because I think a lot of uh, our associations with you know old horror cliches have to do with classical music part of that could have just been because in those old universal horror movies Mm -hmm. they chose to use classical music as the underscore like i know excerpts from like swan lake were used in dracula for example so Ah. i i I think those connotations have sort of been set and that's what Castlevania is drawing on. And I think that was just sort of a natural, that was probably a natural instinctual response from Jake to use some more of those spookier Baroque kind of chord progressions. Couldn't have said it better myself, man. This is cool. We're going to move on to a yeah, track. Yeah, that's why I said it, man. <laughs> We're going to move on to a track <laughs> that feels like this could fit at home in the Monkey Island series. Oh, great. It's kind of demonic reggae in the best possible way. It's one of those things when, you know, when you hear someone you love go into a territory that uh, maybe they don't always go into, like, I guess what I'm trying to say is I kind of want an entire soundtrack of this vibe here because it's so good. It's so funky. Let's take a listen to (laughs) a really funny title. Do you even whip from Pirate's Curse? Here we go. We'll be right back. 
Will just said that this was his favorite track of the day, and I might have to agree too. It gets to this point where every track could be track of the week, and it's just like impossible. I don't think you could do that, man. You said We Love Burning Town was the best <laughs> thing ever. What can be better than the best but thing? But maybe ever? this is even better. I don't know. Yeah, no. Carl, do you even whip? Do you I don't even think whip? Yeah, so did I you guys like do. that bass solo? Seriously, like there was a point there was that point later in the track when the organ was just doing chords and the bass was really taking a melodic solo in the register of a normal bass line. Yeah, those are my favorite parts. I mean just but the chords themselves are so <laughs> groovy and so syncopated. It's just delightful. The reason why I think it sounds like Monkey Island to us is because because it's that really gnarly reggae groove, but with chords that have more kind of classical voices. Yeah, classical I mean, reggae. That's something that Michael Land does a lot in the Monkey Island I series. I think why that was so exciting in the 90s with Monkey Island is that we've never heard classical reggae before, you know? Right. That's what made... See, I think that was such a great choice, and I, I know this is a little bit of a diversion from this, but I think it's fair to say that uh, it was such a bold choice because that game is supposed to be taking place you know in the past it's sort of a classic pirate adventure but mm-hmm. it also takes place in the caribbean and so i think that was a great idea to use you know reggae music but make it sound a little more old school let's go back to a technique we did in our rhythm games episode multiple track of the weeks i think we should make that and burning town track of the week and let's see if we're going to add more as we go oh that's when we had all that awesome j-pop yeah we had four that the record is four so let's see if we can beat it this week okay uh last track from pirates curse is called arctic justice also known as frostbite island here we go You guys are listening to Arctic Justice, also known as Frostbite Island. This should be the theme that plays whenever you drive into Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, th- we live in Frostbite Island. This is so cool. Uh, Will definitely made a good point that it reminds him of Shovel Knight. And there's a particular like melodic uh, rhythm that, uh, in sequence of notes that, that Jake uses that feels like just classic it's such a small thing but it's just this uh scale wise motion three notes i I know it's a simple thing but 
I hear it all the time in Shovel Knight, in Mighty Switch Force. It, it's sort of a sequence of notes with that same articulation, you know, yep. basically short note, short note, long note, um, where the two preceding it on the scale are like staccato. Ba-ba-ba, whether it's, so it's like a pickup or whether it's on the downbeat. Um, but those types of rhythms really just kind of remind me of Jake's melodic style. And I love hearing that because I'm just such a fan of him and his unique music and what's so fun is in so many of his soundtracks he really tries to develop a palette that's unique to that entity and he really succeeds and often borrowing from various genres but still i gotta say my favorite moments are the ones when his personality really shines through because just as a fan that's what i'm kind of craving i'm really excited to move on to the last game of the day but we're playing a whopping seven tracks from this so got a lot more awesome music before we leave you today this is shante half genie hero which is the most recent entry in the shante series it just came out very recently um it's so good and we're going to play the title theme so i kind of alluded to this um the, at least through the past two and, and i guess a little bit in risky's revenge there's been this tradition of having a really rousing orchestral title theme um which might lead you to believe that's going to be the tone of the whole soundtrack it's not uh he just kind of wanted to go all out for an orchestral sound why not you know it's a good thing to do at uh, right at the top right so let's do that this is a wonderful track this is the title from half genie hero You guys are listening to the title theme from Shantae, Half Genie Hero, composed by Jake Kaufman. Okay, this is this has to be a track of the week for sure. Okay, so we got we're at three right now. <laughs> we're at three so far. Uh, wow. So outstanding! Amazing. I love um, that theme and how it's showcased in the orchestra because that really is a fabric. Again, this is really trying to evoke a film music sound. Oh yeah, but much as in games that Arabian scale is a huge palette for so much film music. And I think a lot of the orchestration here is very influenced by John Williams. And Mm -hmm. he's had so many opportunities as a composer, John has over the years, of kind of hearkening to that uh, Central Asian harmonic and melodic palette. And that's why it's a perfect choice uh, for Shantae because it anticipates some of those decisions that he makes within the score, but it also promises this kind of traditional orchestral sound, which Jake's writing is really so authentic to that. 
um, it just reminds you how much of his classical influence is on display, not just in his melody writing, but in his orchestration. And Well, it's arguably the most impressive example of his versatility. Not only can he nail like disco and dubstep and chiptune, but he can nail authentic orchestral like film music writing, which is not easy to do. I mean, it's someone who's studied a lot of different music. Well, and it's different than classical music, yeah. you know, because we, we've talked about how he's he has classical influence but mm-hmm. the film music sound is quite different and is right. i mean it's borrowing from the that symphonic tradition i suppose but it has traditions all its own um yeah he seems like just a sponge of all different types of genres and his gift for melody is really the he's thing he's a that total sponge yeah me. if i'm gonna leave you guys with one thing today he's a sponge well i have one question before i move on to the next track did you like that theme I loved that theme. I thought it was gorgeous. Okay. okay. Uh, do you want to hear it again in a different context? No, I'm, I'm actually good. Uh, <laughs> I'm satiated. Well, the next track is called Dance Through the Danger, and it's uh, a pop song, I guess, uh, that features the melody that we just heard. It's very dancey. It's something that would I, I would love to imagine there's some club in the Middle East where this is being played. Um, it's really cool. Let's take a listen to Dance Through the Danger. There's a couple things I want to say. A couple thoughts that this is uh, first of all me. another okay. track of the week. Um, another track of the week. <laughs> so we're at four. <laughs> we're at four, and I have no doubts we're going to get to five at least. But anyway, um, this reminds me. It's not the first time I've heard Jake do a pop song like with an actual like female vocalist before. He's done that before, and it's been amazing then, and it's amazing now. Oh my god! I don't know. His melodies really lend themselves to. To this kind of uh, you know take on it. One other thought I want to want to leave you guys with is that I would love to hear collaboration between Jake Kaufman and Alan Menken. Wouldn't that be fun, Will? <laughs> sure. Yeah, I mean, I imagine there's just like with all these things, there's similarities. Maybe like an Aladdin sequel. <laughs> yeah, possibly. What What's so outstanding about this? Again, great melodies are versatile and have the ability to wear different clothes in that melody he's written um make no mistake you know this is a fun presentation and everything but that is a beautifully crafted theme it's really wonderful it has a great contour and it has the limitation of 
utilizing that Arabian scale, which is difficult because um, there's so many melodies that we're already familiar with that have done that. For it to stand out and have unique character is such an achievement on its own. My favorite moment of the is, my favorite moment of the theme is that yeah because that's the moment that's so Jake Kaufmany. I mean that chord progression, those rhythms, and isn't it great how the cadence like how the cadence ends with the that that suspended chord like yeah. with the harmonies on the vocals? That's it's the just part. This is just badass. like oh, this is the composer of Shovel Knight. Okay, well, now we're going to move on to a little slew of tracks that I am in love with. Uh, there's a few pieces of music that, that have to deal with mermaids here, and we're going to play all three of them, and they come sequentially in the soundtrack. Let's start with Mermaid Falls. One of my first takeaways when I got the Half Genie Hero soundtrack is, man, Mermaid Falls is a really groovy track. So let's take a listen to this, composed by Jay Kaufman. guys listening to mermaid falls by jay kaufman from shante half genie hero um it's exactly what i was talking about i mean it it doesn't have any of those middle eastern connotations that this series has retained it's just like synth dance funk and it feels really really good but it's super catchy really great melody right i love the intervals of this melody um it's sort of something that i I often try to achieve when I'm writing a melody, which is an opening phrase that has a lot of character and personality. And the mm-hmm. way he's achieving that is through some of these large leaps. Um, it's right. a very striking sequence of notes. And every time it pops up in the same with this chorus melody, mm-hmm. that one kind of reminds me of uh, the theme from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. But, sure. you know, so catchy that there's each note is followed by this large leap and that internal repetition makes it really stick out in your mind. And Does it ever? That's the thing that makes you, you know, want to that's the thing that makes it stick in your head. That's Those are the elements that create that feeling of a really catchy sure. tune. Well, I think we can maybe resist the urge. We don't necessarily need to make this a track of the week, but let's see how long we can resist. We still have a few more tracks going on today. Let's now move on to another mermaid-themed piece of music. This one's called Counterfeit Mermaids from Half Genie Hero. Here we go.
Oh my god. It's gotta be another track of the week. I'm sorry, but it's just gotta. It's it's good enough. I don't know, a track this good can't not be bold on our website, right? It's just gotta be bold here. This is Counterfeit Mermaids. It's so groovy, it just keeps going, and there's so much modulation. Uh, definitely in the in the in the vein of fusion, jazz fusion, in which it's a very free sense of harmony and keys, just kind of constantly dancing around. But eventually, you do get back to the, the same tone center. Um, this is so dancey. I, yeah. Again, I, I want there to be some part of the world where this is playing in a club. Well, it's that super like keyboard idiomatic jazz voicing. Thing that happens with the harmonies and all those great uh, substitutions and added chord tones. This this kind of music is one of my favorite things to listen to. Like I could listen to this kind of music all day long for the rest of my life, and that maybe I will. Yeah, but you could never do anything else because this kind of music so absorbs you because it's it's moving you on every level. It's melodic, it's rhythmic, it's harmonically satisfying, and which you is can't why not like move <laughs> yeah. and dance to it. Which is why it's one of my favorites. It's probably the most distracting kind of music. I could never... People say, like, oh, video game music is great to listen to while you're, like, doing homework. Not me. I used to do that in high school, and I never got anything done because I'd just be so enamored by it. And I feel like Jake Kaufman... It's also... His stuff is so loud that even if you turned (laughs) your iPod down to one little square, it would still be blasting. Yeah, his stuff is... His stuff is limited so loud. It, I, I, I just, it's, it blows my mind every time. I always forget about it, and then I forget. <laughs> I'm just like, oh my gosh! You blow out your speakers. Blow out my eardrums. Okay, it's like Spinal Tap turning it to eleven. All right, one more mermaid track. Uh, let's take a listen to Barrel O Mermaids. Here we go. <laughs> I don't even know anymore. I mean, I, 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 yeah, I guess we can maybe resist the urge. It's, it's amazing. This is Barrel O' Mermaids from Shantae, Half Genie Hero. It's so good, though. I mean, I feel like in most normal weeks, most normal playlists, this would be a track right. of the week. <laughs> I don't even know. It's so hard. Really good. I love the um, chord progression because it's giving you a little bit of that uh, film music kind of sound. Oh, even yeah. though the presentation here... Um, is is much more poppy and rocking and groovy and everything. Uh, that chord progression, the one to the half diminished two, uh, is something that I really associate with a lot of lyrical 
um, romantic themes, you know, in the style of John Williams, say like Princess Leia's theme or Marion's theme. I also um, think like that intro reminds me of film music too. That kind of feels like really rousing. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good. Oh, yeah, something I wanted to mention about the, the last track that I, I didn't get to mention that uh, Counterfeit Mermaids. I thought it was so interesting that opening the chromatically descending line. Um, mm-hmm. It kind of reminded me of the Manami Matsume track from Shovel Knight. I think it's that ah. like Flowers of Antimony. It'd sure. be so interesting because that's a soundtrack they collaborated on together. Um, but I just wonder if somewhere in the back of his mind, yeah, you're that right. Manami influence very similar. Um, uh, became part of it. But yeah, this is such a great track. Really great tune. It's amazing. I think we're still at five, though. I don't think we need to make it six. So let's see if, if that retains. We have one more. We'll see what happens with this. The last track we're going to play uh, today, other than the play out. This is called Roddy Top's Song from Shante, Half Genie Hero. Let's take a listen. Damn it. Yeah. We tried as hard as we could, but we got to do it, guys. We got to make it six (laughs) track of the weeks. Um, Tracks of the week. Tracks of the weeks. Uh, Holy moly. What an amazing series of music uh, the Shantae games have. Um, Jay Kaufman, what a legend. A living legend. Uh, he's He's my favorite living video game compo- maybe like western living video game composer non-japanese i guess i'll say uh oh my goodness yeah it's just without fail every time a new jake kaufman soundtrack is released there's not any sort of sort of uh uncertainty like i must, i'm sure it's going to be amazing and i'm just excited to be amazed i'm excited to like groove out to it it's just he's so consistent god i loved the rhythms of this melody how like delayed everything was the groove is just amazing just outstanding. yeah this uh, is one of the grooviest funkiest tracks uh, of video game music i've ever heard like the feel is so just dirty well, and what amazed me with it is i i've never i've never heard of uh something like that that has that really delayed kind of um intentionally late or intentionally like it's like a it's like a quest feel. love kind of D'Angelo kind of modern style of R&B. Yeah, 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 exactly. But I've never heard that with uh, a melody line that's meant to have like personality or thematic right, yeah. attachment to a character and idea. It's a really powerful combination, and it's it's sort of inspiring for the world of scoring because it. Um, 
Yeah, it, it, it shows that there's so many different types of genres that not just can be used in a game, but can be used for characterization in right. all of those aspects that I think sometimes um, we we have too limited of a scope in that type of writing. And Sure. Well, guys, I think it's safe to say that we had an absolute blast today. One of the best playlists we've heard in a long time. Shantae has amazing music. Go out and get every single one of these soundtracks on his Bandcamp. It's all pay what you want. And we definitely recommend, you know, chipping in a few shekels because it's just so amazing music. We're going to play you out with uh, the tune Tasseltown from Half Genie Hero. And it's just another classic Jay Kaufman, like groovy disco dance tune that uh, is going to definitely leave you guys with a spring in your step. Well, we have a really exciting exciting announcement that we've been saving for the end of today. Many of you know our third brother, Marty. Um, He's been a guest on this show many times, and he used to do a segment called Marty's Corner. Mm -hmm. Um, But recently, Marty and I have been developing a film music podcast meant to be sort of a branch off of this show. Um, Mm -hmm. Similar in format, but different in many exciting and unique ways. And it's called Underscore. We're so excited to share the first episode with you and it's been a lot of preparation um so the first episode is going to launch next tuesday february 21st it's really wonderful because this past weekend uh, actually marked the five-year anniversary of the super Mercado brothers and so crazy. the three of us yeah it's it's such a crazy achievement um and the three of us have been discussing many ways on which we can branch out and explore other projects uh mm-hmm. this is kind of going to unofficially begin uh something that we're really curious in trying, which is the idea of a Marcado Brothers podcast network. So we have lots of different ideas for new kinds of shows to bring for you. But yeah, Underscore, definitely check it out next week. Our website title is underscorepodcast.com and you should follow us on Twitter and the Twitter handle is underscore underscore show and the second underscore is silent. (laughs) (laughs) That is so funny. Yeah, that's definitely classic Marty and Will humor there for you guys. Yep, 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 yep. That's going to be so exciting. We can't wait. We have a lot of crazy, zany ideas kicking around the Marcado Bros head, so we can't wait to try to get all these out there. We're also really excited um, because we uh, we have a new kind of batch of tunes that we're going to be working on with the Marcado Band, uh, and sometime down, you know, in the near future, we'll probably want to lay those down as well, um, just having a really good time. Or Will's been doing a lot of good job, like, arranging those tunes. Um, so yeah, look forward to in the future some more uh, really awesome videos. Yeah, I'm excited. We we haven't actually had our our first rehearsal for um, our upcoming uh, live show in March, mm-hmm. um, but I'm so excited just to start working on these new tunes because they've been sort of a challenge to the fingers, but uh, so rewarding to play. Can't wait, dude. A lot of exciting stuff. All right, guys, we're going to leave you with Tasseltown. Once again, our website is supermarcadobros.com. You can subscribe to us on iTunes. Thanks so much for all uh, for everyone leaving some nice reviews on there. You can follow us at Mercado Bros on Twitter, and you can like us on Facebook and subscribe to us on YouTube. All right, guys, my name is Carl Brueggemann. And I'm his brother, Will Brueggemann. Have a great week, everyone. Peace out. Peace out.